that one was a real spoiler alert for the next two episodes. Ah. Which I was when I went to go set up the next episode, and it's like part one. It's like, wait a minute. If this is a part one, oh my god, this is the, this is the, this is the season finale. <laughs> yeah, because, because there is only two part one and part two for usually openers and finales. Yeah, see, it's always um, season premieres and season finales. There's there are normally part one and part two, except for the opening of this season where it was just two totally different episodes. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry, I had to go downstairs and check laundry. I'm getting my Tokyo Treats box because I've still got tons of treats to see if (laughs) I will like or... Try to not run to the bathroom. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to experience things you don't like to, you know, appreciate the things oh, yeah. you do like more. Oh, yes. Or that way the, the next time somebody offers you a weird treat and you go, mm-mm, no. They can, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and they say, oh, but you haven't even tried it. You can say, yes, I actually have. Oh, yeah. And I did did get some mail over this last week. None of it pony related, so we're gonna wait till after the show to do it. I have a couple of packages to open. We're gonna wait until after the show to do it. But first let's get into our first treat of the evening. I am going to first pull out the menu bag, the menu. And I want to mention this because it's kind of a little side note that this is kind of an international evening of food. Okay. As I had Mexican for dinner, and now I'm having Japanese for for snacks. Yeah, it's kind of international. So I'm going across. Yes, I'm going across borders in 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 a way that is a way across borders. Yeah, you're crossing oceans and continents there. Yeah, two different continents. There's an ocean between them. Hey, look at that. We're really going international today. So I'm going to pull the first thing out of here. This is. The magnet, so I guess I could just put that aside. <laughs> I can't eat a magnet. No. Sorry, people. If you wanted me to eat a magnet, sorry, I won't do it. Okay, I pulled out a very colorful looking bag. I can't read it because I'm just learning how to read Japanese, so. <laughs> I know the words one, two, three, four, six, seven, and good morning. 
Well, it's a start. Above and beyond the what I already knew, which is good evening, which is konnichiwa. Um, and a few other phrases that I picked up just watching various animes and all of that type of stuff. Okay, so this comes from the Daigashi mix, and I still don't know what I have <laughs> because it is one, two, three, four, five items all stacked together and I can either get it could be either omiobu cheese cola gummy which um I don't think it's gummy because it doesn't sound like it's gummy (laughs) twisted marshmallow which again it does not sound like a marshmallow Baked sweet potato Yukon or you can or Yaki Soba snack sauce snack. So I'm gonna <clears throat> open up this and taste this and did you get anything this week? Um Not really. I mean, I got some stuff in from a uh, shopping website for Christmas presents for people, but not really anything pony-related. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) What's the matter? I just realized it does... does have some something on here that is in English Silva Mess Messia so I am probably not going to like it. <laughs> but I have opened the package so I am now obligated to eat it. Okay, let's see what is it. It's these little Let's get one of these things out of here. There are these little tiny little things that kind of look like it kind of reminds you of golden grams. It's not golden grams. Um. Oh God. It has a frog for. Their spokesperson. Sugar snack. Yes, it kind of reminds you, the, the, the item kind of reminds me of that. So oh, maybe okay. I will, but it's soba something, and I've never had soba anything, so. Oh, God, I don't like it. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. This goes right up there with the squid, with the fried squid. 
Oh, that bad, huh? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't like Silva. <laughs> Note to self, if I ever go to Japan, do not have Silva noodles. They're a little on the salty side, yeah. A lot of Japanese food, especially their snack, their snack foods, has like a weird, almost salty aftertaste to it. And that's exactly what it is. It's like it's fine one second, but then it hits those taste buds. That's what it is. It's fishy. That's why. Oh. Yeah, that would probably be something um, a couple people would not enjoy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's experimental. <laughs> You're giving it a try. And and my mother is currently giving me this look like experimental my butt. <laughs> okay, so I've had the trick. So why don't we have a treat? (laughs) And do Blind Bag Pony of the Week. Oh, yeah. And we'll pull two this week. Somebody almost fell off his cage. You okay there, Salty? Oh, oh. He's so excited we're going to do two bags that he's, he's just falling off his cage. No, he's a fly. <laughs> In that case, he's my bird. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I could walk be walking on straight, flat surface and Still managed to trip. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's fallen off his perch in his sleep a couple times. Okay, I know you're looking right at me. They're wondering why I'm shaking it so hard is because I dumped the rest of Wade's and the rest of Wave 21 into the box. Oh, okay. So I'm actually going to have to dig deep, pull the bag. So first bag up is Wave 21, which is, of course, the movie. And the next one we'll pull for Pony Puppy, and let's see what he gives us. European 
Nice. In which I actually got an email from the United States Postal Service that something's coming through customs from Engl- from England. Ooh. I'm hoping that it's not the blind bags that the person sent. Uh-huh. Because they've already refunded me the money. Right. For it. So... So I I I feel bad trying to figure out how to you know get them the money back and all of that. So okay. Okay, and I know I just had scissors sitting in front of my face yesterday. This always, I swear, this always happens. I swear, yeah. my scissors just, like, they, they hear the word blind bag and they just run away. <laughs> uh, it's possible. Okay, so wave 22 is Oh, it's blueberry curls. <gasps> and strawberry ice. Oh, it's just saying it's strawberry curls and strawberry ice are true fashionistas. Okay. It's like, wait a minute. Hold on. There's only one pony in this bag. (laughs) It's like, don't confuse me here, people. And she actually is rather unique because they've actually painted um, a shirt on her. And they painted earrings on her. Extra painted accessories. So they are actually with uh, Wave 21, they're actually going a little bit more out there. Yeah, it definitely seems that way with adding like extra little things onto the pony. Oh, yeah. We'll, of course, get to her when we do get the blind bags, which, yes, I know it seems like it's going to take forever and a day. We will eventually get to them, I promise. Uh, I'm sorry, these are waves 20. 
This is from Wave 20. I'm sorry. I think I've been marking off the wrong thing. Oh, no, I've only had a few um, from this set. Okay. Whew, okay. Sorry about scaring myself there. Okay, so we have wave 18, European, which is a Halloween one, which, did you get to do anything for Halloween? Um, we actually, well, I stayed home as my boyfriend and my housemate, we gave out candy, and I had Salty sitting on my shoulder, and we sat in the kitchen window, and we got to see all the people in their costumes. Oh. But they didn't really do so much else. Well, I actually got dressed up, and I was Sailor Venus, but I was pretending to be Princess Serenity. So I yeah, was the yeah, the good. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people like they were like looking at the costume and I was like, I know who you are. I you're from Sailor Moon and it's like, Yes, but what Sailor Scout am I? And there was one guy that was dressed as Darth Vader. He's like, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. (laughs) Okay, tell me. (laughs) He eventually gave up and he said, okay, tell me. (laughs) And I was was afraid that nobody would be able to see the uh, crescent moon mark that I had on my, the temporary tattoo on my forehead. And there were three older older kids, and they knew of the original, the, the manga version of Venus, which is where that whole idea came from. Uh-huh. And when I said, I'm pretending to be Princess Serenity, he said, the bad guys can't find her. They're like, oh, yeah. And I said, I don't know if you guys can see the crescent moon mark. And they were like, well, yeah, we totally can. And I was like, great, perfect. Cool. At least I'm not At least I'm not out here freezing my buttons off for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's neat. So. But, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to enter into my, my work. Uh, costume contest because by the time I got dressed and everything for the for Halloween too late for me to go ahead and enter the into the contest. Oh. 
well, but still, at least you had fun. Oh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. So, okay, so Sammy's Pony Puppies Blind Bag Pony as Golden Harvest. Ooh. And it is the clear one with with gold glitter in it. It is the European exclusive. You know, he has to be a bit of a snob. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special European exclusive. Yes. So, okay, we are going to go right into the topic of the evening because we've got so much to talk about in regards to... Basically, the last part of the episode before the last two, and then the last two episodes themselves. So, when you're watching the end of, um, actually, let me turn on my TV because I actually want to pull something off of the episode as soon as I find my remote controls. There they are. Knowing where one's remote controls are at is always a very good idea. Yes. So, let me mute this for a minute because I don't need the sound right now. Uh, Kids. So, you definitely have to watch the episode before this one in order to get a real idea of what's going on. And that one is Uncommon Bond, where Starlight gets a visit from Sunburst, who has a lot in common with all of her friends. Right. And wonders if, you know, he still has anything in common with her. Well, Long story short, yeah, they still have a lot in common, yada, 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 happy ending. Well, the ending of the mo- the ending of the episode ended with the this barrel of books that him and Twilight, Princess Twilight Sparkle, had found at an antique shop. And it was full of books. And there was one particular book that kind of shimmered and glowed. And it was kind of like the camera was zooming in on it, kind of like, look out for this book because this book is going to, you know, be a major player at some point. Right. Does this sound like I'm in a wind tunnel? Um, a little bit. Okay, let me, hold on, let me turn my fan off. Sorry about that. That's okay. Okay. Well, as I said, the book kind of shimmers and gives an iridescent glow to it, kind of like, haha, I'm going to be like something that's going to be really important in the episode coming up, but I am not going to reveal myself right now. Yeah. Okay, there we go. It was, I'm a little bit tall. Okay. So, 
where this book comes into play is the very next episode, which is, well, that actually moved off of On Demand quicker than what I thought. It pulled it in to the very next episode, which was the very first part of this season finale. And I'm actually going to start it, play it a little bit. Because there's a couple of things from that episode that I really want to pull into the into the show. I need to repeat this verbatim. As soon as I get the TV turned down a little bit. Okay, so it talks about it. Oh, God. Okay, I'm just going to have to let it go through a commercial. Well, it starts off with the same book that was in the barrel, glowing and sparkling. And the book opens up. Right. And it talks about the best elements within us. Talk about strength, bravery, healing, beauty, strength. Oh, God. So we have strength, bravery, healing, beauty, hope, and sorcery. And... Each of these were represented by characters that have been introduced during this last season and even seasons prior to this, one of them being Starswolf Bearded. Yeah. Who represented sorcery. Whom is the which, one that is, of course, go for it. Yeah, which is basically just, I mean, another way of saying magic. Yeah. Same idea. That's the only one that, that, that kind of changes, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Because it does go into, excuse me, within the elements of harmony. And it goes on to say that they were, as a group, they were strong. They were able to defeat evil villains, but they knew somebody that 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 craved more power than they wanted, and they cast them casted him out. He became the shadow pony to kind of destroy the the pony world and that they have this way that they're going to get rid of him and it goes on and on and then all of a sudden you're starting not you're not listening to Star Swirl Bearded's voice but you're listening to oh god I just said his name too Sunburst Sunburst's voice 
as he's reading from this book, which ends up being Darth World the Bearded's journal. And it's and supposedly the journal that he wrote before he disappeared. Yes. And he's reading this, of course, to Twilight Sparkle, the whole gang, the Luna and Celestia, who all had this, like, those two had this horrified look on their face. About whatever plan it was that that he had. Because they never knew what happened to um, Star Swirl. They said he just vanished and they never heard from him again. Yeah. And he was their teacher. And, I mean... It just that just kind of makes you wonder just how long how how long of a lifespan is Twilight Sparkle going to have being an alicorn? Yeah, I mean, is she going to outlive her friends? Well, I mean, the show's writers have said no, she's not going to outlive her friends, but. It kind of, I mean, there's only kind two of ponies. Like yeah, it's the only two ponies that are in Equestria that are over 100 years old, other than Granny Smith. <laughs> she might be pushing 102. Yeah, Granny's is, getting up there. Yeah. Is, okay, over 200 years old is Celestia and Luna, and they're both alicorns. And they look like they haven't aged much. Well, well, we'll get to that that a little bit later. They they haven't aged much in the last seven years. Um, Twilight definitely has been aging at a little bit of a rapid rate. If you notice, she her legs are starting to lengthen, like alicorn yeah. legs. She's the getting other one's still, Yeah, she's starting to get the tall alicorn legs. So, but this gives them, and they they're trying to figure out. Okay, what does this mean? What did they do? And of course, oh God. Celestia is trying to read the journal, and she goes, "My po- my ponyish is not very good," which I I just had to sit there and laugh. Oh, her old ponyish, yeah. Okay, because old ponyish sounds like old Polish. <laughs> yeah, it's just sounds like, a little weird. It's like. Thank you for for a shout out to to the to the Polish people. Thank you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> because I mean that that's kind of, you know, almost the same thing. Well, I think they're supposed to be referencing, like, Old English or something, but... 
I like my idea it better. Really <laughs> weird. It sounded like old Polish, and I was like, um, okay, Polish, sure, <laughs> that's fine. I like my idea better. <laughs> well, if you take the the oh, the the, the N and the Y out, you know. Mm, what? You put an L in. You put. You take the N, the N, the Y out, and you put an L in there, and you've got Polish. True. So there you go. I win the debate <laughs> by default <laughs> by spelling. <laughs> Anyway, so of course Twilight is like, oh my god, my my old Ponish is like so great, and her and Sunburst are like, oh my god, the the research and the referencing and the re-referencing and the research and the re-referencing. I mean, I I I swear to God, I think he nearly, you know. I don't know what he nearly did. (laughs) Well, he seemed excited to sit there and do research with Twilight. Oh, yes. But, yes, but when he was talking about doing it, it was just, like, overkill and how much he wanted to do all of this research. It's like, dude, calm down. Like, yes, we get it. You're very bookish. That's adorable. <laughs> you two and Twi- you, you and Twilight will make beautiful babies if we can't get Flash Century. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I figure there are some people that are shipping them already. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the next thing, of course, is you're seeing everybody. They're all referencing. They're all reading. And there's only two people that are really still completely somewhat awake while doing all of this. And there are – there's a point where – Rainbow Dash goes, I haven't done this much reading since the last Daring Do book. Yeah. And this is a bit of an opening for them for something that's going to happen later. Yes, I know I'm going to say that say that quite a, quite a few times because it does, certain things do open up things for a little bit later. And they find out about a place called Pone. Ponehenge, which is the pony version of Stonehenge, which I have to give the writers props for using an actual historic or real historical landmark. Yeah, but now it makes me wonder if Stonehenge is actually someplace that a bunch of people sealed an ev- a, a, a powerful evil being. 
No, it's not supposed to be a good place to go to. <laughs> I know. Uh, the, I think the popular theory is that it's a celestial calendar or something. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're talking to somebody who knows this this topic very much. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so they go to Ponehenge and they put and they're and Twilight's like looking a little miffed that you know nothing is being revealed and she's like. I thought something magical would happen once we got here. They're finding old ruins that, you know, not even Sutton Burst knew about. But right. then she puts the book down onto one of the places. And yeah, one all of, like, of a sudden, uh, yeah. And one of the pillars, which is kind of a little ironic because when Star Scrolls the Bearded was talking about the different qualities, he called them pillars. Right. And then all of a sudden the book starts to vibrate and do whatever pony magic thing it does, and all of a sudden... Stars Will the Bearded is standing right in front of her, and Twilight Sparkle is nearly having a panic attack that she thinks she is looking at Stars Will the Bearded, when in fact it is just (coughs) leftover memories from from the place. Yeah, it's kind of like a magical hologram almost. Yeah. And then all of the other pillars pop up. And so does the shadow pony, whom looks like a male alicorn. Yeah, and he's pretty big. Yeah. Which brings about the question of is this why there are no male alicorns? Hmm. Yeah, that that is something I hadn't considered. Could it be that, you know, a male alicorn is evil whereas a female alicorn is not evil? Hmm. I mean, that is a possibility. That's a very big possibility because, you know, you do have to have that balance of power. Yeah. It's the whole thing of yin and yang. Well, it shows them defeating him, sending him into limbo, and then they watch as these items fall from each of the pillars, hands, or mouths, depending upon how they were holding the item. And then the book calms down, and she is like, okay, we need to gather up the items. Yeah. And they're like, and everyone else is like, and how are we supposed to do this? 
<laughs> so they go back to the castle, and they're sitting there reading the book. And they're like, how are we supposed to find these things? And as usual, some type of pony magic appears above Twilight's head. And everyone's like, how are you doing that? And it's like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) And it's showing where each item is is located. And Twilight is like, okay, I think you all know who needs to go get what. And in my in the back of my head, I'm thinking, how do you know who is supposed to go get what? Well, I would guess that this is all, you know, she was just sort of making educated guesses based on who the different um, ponies were that sealed this thing away with Star Swirl. Because these were ponies from old legends that everybody kind of knew. So, and each of the main six had their favorite legend. So, basically, whoever... um, each of the main six, they went after the item of whoever their favorite legend was. Okay, I like that idea. And the great thing about it was as each of them went to get their particular item, as soon as they touched it, it glowed. Which is kind of a little odd because one of the items was the mask that Fluttershy had used to fool the zap the zap bees. So she's already touched it before. Um Yeah, and it didn't do anything then. That like it hadn't glowed before because it wasn't needed. That might be it. That might be the reason why. Maybe her activating pony ponehenge kind of activated each item. Yeah, that could be. That's probably it. But the best two, all of the items, because, you know, Applejack getting hers was kind of a, eh, it's okay. Well, she was she jumped in and like pushed a boulder away. Which yeah, was kind of interesting, but you know, typical her. Like she has that connection to strength too. Yeah, but it was typical of her. So nothing really there. Um, the same thing with Rarity was was taking and making the garden pretty again, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like, you know, nothing there. Then we get to was it um was it Pinkie Pie next or 
Rainbow Dash next? Um, I honestly can't remember. I, I want to say it was Pinkie Pie. Okay. Pinkie Pie was next, and she had Darren do with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was which was why I said there there is another there is something there that later on will come to will come to light. There's another there's a, another character that they've brought back and used and I loved I loved her because Daring Do is like pumping on this thing and it's in this green goop that you don't even know who in the world is down there and then all of a sudden the the thing starts to pull away from her and the the thing starts sucking sucking down all this green goop and Pinkie Pie pops up and goes, hey, this was your problem. You had a blindfold clogging up your drain. <laughs> And yeah, Karen this was the like, the temple that she and Rainbow Dash had been to previously. Yeah, and Rainbow and and Aaron Dew was is like, weren't you looking for a blindfold? And she goes, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. <laughs> oh, it's like geez. seriously. Sometimes oh. you you have to wonder. If Pinkie Pie really is Malibu Stacy with a new ha- new hat, <laughs> oh, yes, Pinkie Pie sometimes sometimes gets a little airheaded, but a little airheaded, uh, yeah, doesn't describe it. <laughs> I'm gonna chalk it up to the fact that she has so much information in her head. Because she remembers every single pony's birthday, their name, and favorite food. And even has information that she cannot possibly know about. Yes, the only logical explanation is that she just has all this stuff in her head why she always acts so dissy is because she has extra information that other people okay. normally wouldn't. Okay, I, I will take that ex- explanation and take it to the bank. So, the next thing that comes is R- Rainbow Dash having to get her, her item back which is the shield I forget Get who the character's name was. Flash Magnus. Thank you. Flash Magnus's shield. And it, of course, has to be in the dragon realm. Which, yeah. of course, is exactly what she says. <laughs> of course, it has to be here. And Spike is like being like all proud and like, well, at least you have the. The, the friendship pony and b- dragon ambassador with you. Yeah, because he's the official friendship ambassador for the dragon. Yes, which does diddly squat for them. 
Yeah. They're not impressed in the least. No, they're there more along the lines of, yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, our, our our ruler may say we need to be friends with you, but, yeah, we don't need to be friends with you in particular, you little dragon. Yeah. And come to find out that one of the dragons is using the shield as basically a surfboard. And yeah. says they're riding down bring, lava. <laughs> yeah, rides down lava, yeah. Go dragons. And then goes, okay, I will race you for it. And Rainbow Dash is like all gung-ho for it. She's like, oh, yeah, I will totally race you. No, no, not you. Him. Oh, and poor Spike's looking like, And Spike's looking like, huh? You're not talking about me, right? <laughs> so they do the race, and poor Spike ends up falling down the entire race course, but still breaks the finish line first. So technically, he still made it to the bottom first. Yeah, well, that would mean he wins. <laughs> but not in the dragon realm. Yeah. So, you know, because he's, the guy's going, you know, I don't care if it's a pony artifact, it's finders, keepers, losers, weepers. So, you know, Rainbow Dash comes up with this bright idea of basically tricking him. Uh-huh. And saying, I will race you back up to the top. And he's like all gung-ho for it. And she goes, well, you know, it'll make it this will make, it'll make it a lot easier for me to beat you if you have that big, huge hunk of metal on your back. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, yeah, right, and takes it off. And then takes off and flies up. Which, this is something that is very out of the ordinary for Rainbow Dash because she is such a loyal person that she kind of breaks her own credo by taking the shield. Well, no, see, there's loyalty and there's honesty. And it was dishonest of her to just turn around and swipe the shield, but she was being loyal to her friends and that she was doing anything and everything she needed to do to get this item because she knew that they needed it. Okay. I'll accept that one. Honesty is when you tell the the police officer exactly what you did and why, and loyalty is sitting in the jail cell next to your friend and not saying a word. Okay. I will definitely take that one. (laughs) So they get everything back to Ponehenge, and... The only one that is having an issue because 
basically what Twilight's trying to do is she's trying to bring back the pillars. And the only one that's having a problem with this is um, Starlight. Yeah, Starlight. She is the only one that's having a problem with this. She's saying, I don't think this is a good idea. Something's going to go wrong. And Twilight's like, no, nothing's going to go wrong. Everything's going to go perfectly fine. And they bring back the pillars. And the first thing that comes out of Star Swirl, the bearded's mouth, is... Oh my God! What have you done? Put us back. Yeah. Because and Twilight, she'd unsealed them from Bonehenge, but the problem is, as Star Swirl says next, you can't uh, bring back just the pillars. Yeah, and. The shadow pony pony returns, and of course, you know he poor poor <laughs> Sunburst is trying to find a way to uh, un, undo all of this, and he's looking through the books and like Twilight going, "Oh my God, find something to fix this," and he goes, "Well, this doesn't exactly have an index." <laughs> yeah. It's not a problem somebody wrote a book on. Yeah. And, you know, bad horn writing does not help, which having worked for for physicians, I can tell you from past experience, no, it doesn't help. So, yeah, the bad man writing doesn't help any of those situations. Uh, No. So, of course, the, the Pony of Shadows destroys the book, and everyone's like, oh, God, great, and then disappears. And I am sorry, but I personally think Darth's World the Bearded, and I am going to have to say this, please, if you have small children... Please put your put your hands over their ears right now because this word needs to be said right now and I'll give you two seconds to do it. One, two, three. He's an asshole. Yeah. He was definitely being <laughs> quite the jerk. Yeah. And I mean, when I mean, it was like, wow, dude, seriously, really? She managed to release you guys. Yes, she did not think about the fact that she might also release an evil creature upon the world, but she brought you guys. One would think that that would, you know, at least Celestia would give her a good job. Him. Yeah, along the lines of lines of you, Ted. (laughs) 
Yeah, all he kept doing was telling Twilight how much she had screwed up. Yeah. And this brings us to basically a commercial break because this is where the the first episode ends. So you know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to get another treat out of the treat box. Oh, okay. Okay, let me see. It's squishy. Ooh, that's a good sign. Ooh! It looks like... Oh, this... Oh, my God. I saw it. Take a picture of this. I'm going to so post this onto the group and onto the... And onto our page because the packaging is so cute. It looks like a little marshmallow man. And he's, like, striped in pink and white. But yet the, the, the candy is blue and white. I need to take a picture before I even open this. Ooh. So I think this one might be a treat. Don't know what it is. Let's see. So this is one of the... Daggy Mosh mixes. So this has to be the Twisted Marshmallow. So this I know I'm going to like. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Pinkie Pie right now would be so in love right now. It smells like cotton candy. Ooh. Let me open it up a little bit so I can get a nice. Because this I know I can put, this I know I can make, take a big, big bite out of. Because I know I'm not going to, like, hate this. Mm. Okay. Now, I've heard, I, okay, I've heard this a lot. And I'm actually going to keep the pet. The wrapping, because the wrapping is so cute. I'm just going to have to keep it in a baggie and hope the little beetles don't get in there. Now, I've heard this said a lot about Japanese uh, marshmallow candy is that it's sweet, but it's uh-huh. not overpoweringly. It's not like an overpowering sweetness. Yeah. So you can eat the whole thing in one sitting and not feel bad. Well, they don't quite have as much sugar. A lot of Japanese sweets aren't as as sweet as um, a lot of stuff here in the States or even over in Europe. Yeah. Oh, and it's hitting my sweet taste buds right now, and it's, ooh, it's good. That was a good one, right? Whole thing. <laughs> and I still had some chocolate, some chocolate flakes from last week, and I still haven't finished my mint um, milk tea yet, which I think I'll probably finish that tomorrow since it's been a week. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it probably doesn't have real milk in it because it ships from Japan. Yeah. So it has to have some kind of, like, powdered milk in it. 
so that they can ship it and not have it get here and be spoiled? Yeah, it wouldn't be real milk. Yeah. So, you know, after that one, I'm going to stick my hand in and let's see what else I get. Let's see what is there. Oh, it's the cola gummy. Oh, cola gummies. And I gotta take a picture of this because it looks so cute. It's like the candy like looks cuter. Okay, so I'll eat. And it even has a little, little cola bottle on it. It looks like his pop, his, he's popped his top. <laughs> ah, come on, open. And then we will get back to. And it kind of looks like the little cola bottle on the front. You can't really tell because of the sugar that's actually on the gummy. Now this, unlike the marshmallow, this one is a little bit sweeter. Mm -hmm. But, wow, I swallowed that fast. It was one minute it's there, next minute it's gone. It's kind of like Pony Puppy whenever uh, a hot dog hit the floor. <laughs> it's like you didn't have any, you didn't, you didn't, you did not have even a minute. To, you did not even have a second to get that hot dog. <laughs> even if it fell off the barbecue. <laughs> He was there and gone before you even knew it. Oh, my. Very serious about his hot dog cleanup. Oh, yeah. If food hit the floor, that's it. That's why whenever whenever food hit the floor, we it for the first week after he was, when he stopped, like eating properly, I had to kind of get out of the thing of, you know, something fell on the floor, call the dog, he'll come and eat it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I could be standing there for a half hour going, hey, stupid, there's a hot dog on the floor. Mm-hmm. And nothing would happen. 
He'd still be in the dining room sleeping. So, but back to the show. Anyway, we are back at we are at the point where Darth World the Bearded is going. We need like some kind of something to show us like where all the dark spots could be. And Pinkie Pie, of course, goes. You need a map, and we know exactly where you can find one. He has a magical map in the uh, in the castle, and of course, he makes the tree of harmony appear upon the map. And Starlight looks at Twilight and goes. Did you know that he could do that? And Twilight, despite the fact that he is basically being mean to her, is still kind of in that idle mode. (laughs) And not realizing that he's really being mean to her. Yet. Yeah, he's he Star Swirl. Like he Star Swirl. He can do anything. Yeah, she's still she's still starry eyed until he really rips into her and says that she has caused this huge problem. You know. Pinkie Pie points out, you know, all of their all of their elements of laughter, generosity, loyalty, um, honesty, kindness, and magic. And this is where, oh God, which of the which of the six? Speaks of it. Um, the tree. No, of their their basically their their hopes and elements. The pillars. Um, I think it was the I can't remember her name, but it's the Pegasus that was in like that um sort of Egyptian themed village. Yeah, she where, where she talked about beauty, strength, um, help. Hope, because that was her own. Healing. Yeah, healing. Oh God, bravery, um, sorcery, right? Which is the only one that directly links to magic. That's the only one that has a direct link. Yeah. 
all the rest of them were kind of like, these are just other good traits. That yeah, and it's could be like a little elements of harmony, but are sort of loosely. Well, actually, beauty and and generosity, they do kind of link together because everything that rarity does in order to be generous is to make th- make the world a more beautiful place. Right. So that kind of does link together. The other one, loyalty does go with bravery. Um, strength does go with Applejack because, I mean, Look at her. She can pick up a one table all by herself that, that normally takes two go- two or three guys to pick up. Yeah. Okay. And then you have hope, which does go with laughter because. Laughter is the result of hope. Well, I mean, I, I guess laughter, happiness. joy, happiness, hope, yeah, that, that kind of all links together. Okay. Um, and healing, well, Fluttershy has a natural ability for healing people. Yeah. So and it's something she uses because she's kind. Yeah care about others. And so some of these traits manifested physically within them such as Applejack and Rainbow Dash and with um, Twilight Sparkle as well as with Rarity and Fluttershy. Unfortunately, laughter is kind of, doesn't really, it correlates more in an emotional sense than a physical sense. Yeah. So... But, I mean, during this entire time, as soon as she, as soon as Pinkie Pie says magic for Twilight Sparkle, Star Swirl Bearded is like, yeah, bull crap. (laughs) Because you just screwed everything up. And literally, I mean, makes her feel like poo. Which makes me want to beat him up. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't really being nice about the whole situation. No. But, and... I mean, I guess I wouldn't be either because, I mean, you spent all this time, this energy... You spent a thousand years keeping this creature at bay just to have somebody screw up and unlock everything and bring everybody back, but yet bring back the evil person too. 
yeah, I guess I'd be a little pissed off too. Yeah. And it was kind of like this, they explained that the reason that they did this was it was a sacrifice that they were willing to make. So Star Swirl and the other six ponies, the pillars, were went into this stealing ceremony knowing full well that they weren't going to be coming back. And but it was kind of like, what has to keep this evil out of our own land, so we're willing to do that. But, and as well as leaving a piece of themselves in this world, in that world that they hoped would eventually flourish and become something that would do good. So while everybody, which did happen, and, you know, Pinkie Pie is trying to, you know, Pinkie Pie does say that, yeah, they've had a thousand years worth of not having to deal with anything except for Nightmare Moon, Tarek, this person, this person, this person. Oh, and also Starlight Glimmer, and I you have to see there's some things that they're pulling from the Equestria Girls movies. Yeah. Which is Rainbow Dash going, oh yeah, and also having to be and having uh Starlight manipulate time and space. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. And she just kind of looks at her like, really? You're bringing this <laughs> up again. Yeah, it's like you're really bringing this up again, really. It's kind of like this is our friend. She used to be evil, but we're not mad. <laughs> yeah. And another thing that they brought in from. Because as everybody is, they're they're getting together with their basically with their idols. You know, Starlight Glimmer is the only one that's thinking that because Star Swirl says, "Okay, you guys need to go to all these dark places," and they uh-huh. go to all these dark these supposedly dark places, but they're no longer dark places anymore. So yeah, changed in a thousand years. Yeah, a lot, lots of change, lots, a lot, a lot has changed. So Magnus is like, so this can take a long time for us to find, find, find out where he's at, and for him to find, you know, enough darkness to gain enough power. And you're seeing all of the pillars bonding with their counterparts. Yeah. I mean, well, except for Tim, who's being a jerk. Well, you see, you know, Rainbow Dash and Magnus, they're having a pint of apple cider. And, like, just everybody's bonding together, except for, of course, 
Twilight Sparkle and who runs in says she has a spell that should be able to keep the pillars in Equestria. However, it might destroy the elements. Yeah, we have since gone back to the Tree of Harmony. Yeah, wait, I'm sorry. They wanted to use the Star Swell the Bearded wanted to use the elements from the the Tree of Harmony as a magical source, but Twilight was worried because that would mean the pillars would be gone and the elements would be gone, which would mean that their protection would be gone. So she created a spell that you know, yeah, the elements would be gone, but yet the pillars would be able to stay. And he is still being a mega jerk by saying, we don't need any half-cocked ideas. And, you know, Rainbow Dash is finally, like, fed up with this guy and is like, whoa, 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 look, she does not have half-baked ideas. Guess what? She finished your spell in order to get her wings. You need to take and take that little attitude problem of yours and take it someplace else. <laughs> Which, you know what? Guess what Rainbow Dash is getting? Is she getting a clap? And you know it's bad when Rainbow Dash calls somebody out on having an attitude problem. Oh, yeah, especially when she is the one that has the biggest attitude problem half the time. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Let's just call somebody traumatic. I mean, it's like when she calls you out on something, oh, no, you, no, no, you've done, you just done, done did the wrong thing, buddy. You've insulted the wrong princess. Uh-huh. You No, you don't talk to our princess like that. Uh-uh-uh. Sorry, that's Southside, that's Southside Chicago coming out in me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. Hey, it happens. But, I mean, it was, I mean, that was a great thing for her to do because that really showed her loyalty to Twilight. Mm -hmm. And even Magnus kind of, like, stood a little straighter when he saw her doing that. Kind of like, yeah, that's my element right there. (laughs) So everybody is on board with this idea except for Starlight. Starlight. I don't know why I keep forgetting her name. A lot she of people keep saying, forgetting her name. I know. Ever and it's like she is the only one that's having a problem with this. And then all of a sudden Everybody's cutie marks start glowing, and the map is calling them to a certain place. 
And she's like, isn't the last time when all of your cutie marks brought you to one particular place that brought you to my village for a friendship problem? Are yeah, because sure that's the whole that... purpose of the map. Was yeah. it supposed to open like, into friendship problems? Yeah, and she's like trying to get them to, you know, think about this for a minute. It's like the map is calling you. I mean, this is a friendship problem. This has to be a friendship problem because it's calling all of you. And nobody's really listening to her. And she goes to talk to Twilight about this. And, you know, Star Swirl is finally being a little bit nicer to Twilight, but now he's being a complete jerk towards Starlight. And Twilight is kind of, you know, I'm sorry, we really can't talk right now. And she, you know, she's really taking this personally because he's talking about banishing this creature instead of trying to help it. Because... Yeah, because Starlight, he is saying, I'm sure this is something that could be solved by talking. There's got to be a different way. And he's like, no, there is no other way. Once a villain, always a villain. Which really had to have hit home for her because, yeah, she was a villain, but she turned her turned her ways around. And she is no longer that villain. And she's starting to become a little frustrated that Twilight's listening to this guy who's putting these ideas into her head and not thinking for herself. So yeah. she goes to the to the other pillars and Aunt talks to them about the the, sh- the shadow pony and they've brought in yet another thing from the movie. One thing was brought in from one of the movies was a book about sea pony etiquette. Which <laughs> yeah. They were never called sea ponies. This is the first time ever something was called sea ponies. And it was a book on etiquette. <laughs> Which maybe she should have read before she went she went off off and onto a tangent. And went and saw ponies that looked like sea ponies. <laughs> Maybe in there it said, do not steal the pearl. Yeah. <laughs> well, that should be common sense for visiting anybody. Don't try to steal their stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that falls under that category, too. But she goes to talk to 
the other ponies who tell her about this one pony and they bring something in from another thing in from the Equestria Girls movies, which is the sirens. This is the first time you see the sirens outside of the movie. Ah, yes. And you get to see the entirety of how they were taken and sent to the human world. It wasn't just Star Swirl the Bearded, but it was a combination of all six pillars plus this one unicorn that unfortunately was being overlooked. And he just wanted them to acknowledge how much help he gives to them and create and they think that he has stolen their their actual artifacts when well I guess we'll get into that later to try and make <laughs> make himself more powerful and instead of letting him Blame himself. They just tell him, get out of here. Yeah, and he's basically the one that put this group together. Yeah, he's the one that brought them all together. He saw that they were, they could work together as a team. All he wanted was to be more a part of that and not be just the background character. So, yeah. The fact that they wouldn't even let him talk and explain what he was doing is what led him to turn to darkness. Which is what we're led to believe at this point. Well, they get to the place where they're supposed to go, and it happens to be a place where some of the Apple family is supposed to be living. Because apples live everywhere. Yeah, there, there's an apple. There, there's an there is an apple in every corner of Equestria. Guaranteed, if it is your city, there is an apple in it. Even if it's not near a city, because goodness, Appaloosa was all the way out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. So they head out, and sorry, my voice is going to turn a little gargled because it's time for. Is that time of the evening again? Okay. So they get to the place and they find it desolated. And they figure, okay, this is probably the work of the shadow pony. And it kind of is and kind of isn't. And you still have Starlight, you know, 
trying to press this issue. Oh, wait, back this up a little bit, back this up. They actually went to the Tree of Harmony first to get the elements. Oh, yeah. And it was hilarious because they all got their elements and the big guy, Rocco, yeah, looks at it and goes, okay, so how do we use them? And then Rarity's just like, um, I don't know. They usually just do their thing. Yeah, they just normally work for us. And the only one that has a real explanation for it is the one that is bound to Fluttershy in saying that these are represent. These elements have combined with you to become part of you. That is why they work for you. Yeah, so we at least get an explanation as to, or some sort of explanation as to how they are even supposed to work. Well, it's more along the lines of they work because they believe in them. They believe in the element stands for. Yeah. So like a thing that's ingrained in them. Right. So that's when, and then that's when they figure, okay, we're going to work in pairs because that's going to double our powers. And we right. still have Starlight going. I still think this is a friendship mission, not a banishment mission. Town they're in. They're standing around thinking, okay, have we like missed them or something? And then they hear laughing and they fall through this hole. And Star Starlight? No. Squirrel. No, Sun. Sunburst. Sun Huh? Sunburst? Sunburst, thank you. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. uh, yes, I actually, actually I did watch the watch both episodes today. So you would think I would actually remember it, but of course I've been I've actually been taking my volume like I'm supposed to all day. Uh-huh. To kind of keep myself mellowed out. Right. Because of the day. I think that's kind of why I have not had a breakdown today. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but he looks and he's like, I've never read about this or ever seen this. And then all of a sudden, the shadow pony come, comes out. And it had to have been 
rarity that did the the whole crystal ah shield because if you remember correctly, she can make a shield. That's true. And Equestria Girls. It seems like the powers they have in Equestria Girls, they have in the pony world. Right. Except for the exploding party favors, which is a good thing. Because seriously... Pinkie Pie would become a weapon of mass destruction. Well, I mean, yeah, the fact that she carries around a tank is scary enough. <laughs> I mean, not a tank. Uh, um, a cannon. A cannon. My words aren't working tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, the fact that she can miraculously produce a cannon at any time, yeah, that kind of is a little scary. But it's the the shadow pony comes about and Star Swirl the Bearded goes, Okay, everybody, let's do this and you know every, everyone touches their their pillar and like automatically it's like they're completely synced up. Uh And they create the synchronicity, they create the hole and they create the thing to push the shadow pony into limbo. But as they're pushing the pony, the shadow pony, Starlight, not Starlight, Twilight Sparkle looks and she sees a pony. And this is, of course, stagnant. Yeah. Who was the one that brought everybody together which was the one that brought everybody together, the one that turned. And she is like, oh, my God. And she breaks formation and just dives right into the shadow pony, not even caring about what happens to her. Yeah. Because she sees somebody she has to save, basically. Yeah. So... She gets in there, she starts talking with him, and he goes, you know, I hated, you know, I just just wanted, you know, I didn't take any of their stuff. I just made replicas because I wanted to show them that I can be just as valuable, and I wanted to be one of them because I'm helping them, but yet they're not seeing my help. And so when they cast me out, I went to the shadow pony who accepted me 
and made me who I am today. And yeah. he, 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 he wasn't looking for power. He was just looking for acceptance. Right. And Twilight's going, well, if they only heard you say that, you know, I'm sure they would understand, which, of course, you know, they're listening to this whole entire conversation. Right. And, you know, he's going, no, they will never understand. They need to be destroyed. And... Starbright comes in and goes, no, you need to make peace with them just as they need to make peace with you so that you guys can come together again and be friends again because guess what? There is nobody on this or on this in this world that's better at making friends come together again than this girl right here. Yeah. Of course, Twilight so, Princess friendship. Of course. <laughs> so Starlight gets out. Twilight Sparkle gets out. Twilight Sparkle tries to grab onto him and pull him out, but the shadow pony is not having it. Okay. Now, the reason why I said alicorn, male alicorns, there must be a yin and yang thing, a balance between good and evil, females being good, males being evil, is because as Stricter was talking with Twilight, he started becoming the shadow pony, and you could see the wings. You could see the horn. You could see that he was turning into an alicorn. Yeah, it definitely had the same kind of look to it. Yeah. So hopefully this is something maybe next season they might look at. They might delve into a little bit more as to why there are no male alicorns, you know. But they get out, and they're trying to, she's trying to save Stricter. And she's having a hard time getting him. She has one hoof. Starlight grabs another hoof with her magic, and then it's like that's when Star Swell the Bearded really, it finally clicks in his head. That but this is his friend he has to save. Right. This is his friend. You know, it was not his fault, but it was actually their fault. So they finally pull him out. The shadow pony goes into limbo. Everybody gets out of the hole. And... Applejack is the first one to look down and go, the elements of harmony. Sorry, it was Rarity who said the elements of harmony are still here. So they not only still have the pillars, but they still have the elements of harmony, which means, finally, 
Twilight Sparkle has her crown back. Yay. So maybe she can actually keep her crown. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of having to wear just a generic one. Yeah, because it's just princess crown sort of looks boring. Yeah, the, the one in the movie, yeah, it did look boring because, I mean, that's not the crown you're used to with her. Yeah. Especially since the Elements of Harmony one that she has is more or less one that she's earned. Yeah, it was one that she earned and one that she became a princess in. Yeah. So hopefully this means she'll they'll all be able to keep their elements because the pillars are out. Maybe they'll be able to like put them put them away and bring them out for special occasions. You know, maybe something like that. But then you have you see Star Swirl the bearded pulling up apologizing to him. And then you have Starlight walking up to him going, so, I guess just talking does kind of sometimes help. Now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Robin kind of has, I was right. I was right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I would have too. <laughs> <laughs> because he was so on the, nope, nope, can't, nope. Villain, nope. He's an evil villain. Nope. Can't change. Ain't gonna happen. And he's right. like, "Yes, you're you're right." And I guess I do have a lot of apologies to make today. Mm-hmm. Of the entire episode is when they're back at the castle, and he's looking up at he's looking at Celestia and he's looking at Luna, and he's going, "Oh my God, you both have grown so tall." Mm-hmm. And they're both like, well, it has been over a thousand years, which again brings about a point of when you become an alicorn, do you outlive people? Yeah. Which you would think maybe you do. Yeah, because, I mean, they're over a thousand years old. I mean... Will there be a day where Twilight Sparkle will actually have to say goodbye to her friends because they've grown older while she is still young? Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. And it's funny because, you know, she's, Celestia asks him to stay on to, to help him teach. Whereas Luna stands there and goes, as long as you don't ask for those essays, we still owe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess like, um, like Luna's a little behind on her homework. Yeah, I think she might be just a little bit behind on her homework, but, you know, girl, you've had a thousand years to do it. <laughs> oh, she has an excuse. She was on the moon for a long time. Oh, this is true. She was she was stuck on the stuck in the moon for 
for a hundred years. So I guess, you know, take away a hundred years, okay? She still doesn't have an excuse. <laughs> Luna, where are those essays you owe me? Celestia, see, I'm going to the moon. I didn't have time to do them. And that's exactly what I was waiting for. <laughs> was for him to go, oh, yes, you two do owe me some essays. And Celestia, like, magically hers appears and Luna's looking like she sealed me into the moon for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like she she, she 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 made it so I couldn't do my homework. <laughs> I mean that would have been really perfect and really funny to have seen but I mean for him he he needs to explore the, this new world because that's basically what he was. He was a roamer when he was around. He never really stayed in one place all of the time. So he's going back to where to what he's used to, whereas the others are actually going to go back to their homes to see what has become of their their homes. There is also Celestia telling them to come back and see them. Which brings about a possibility of seeing these characters again come Season 8, which has already been confirmed. Wow, eight seasons. Hey, we're on season 8. Yeah. But still, never would have thought that the new My Little Pony show would be going this long. Yeah, and hopefully with the pillars being out, hopefully they'll do different storylines. Hopefully they'll bring back Flash Century. It's just a hint. <laughs> it's a small hint, you know. Yeah. Let's well, it does one. have more storyline possibilities now with the uh, the pillars being back too. Oh yes. So this really brings about a lot of hope for what's going to be coming up in the eighth season which hopefully they don't spring on us like they did this time around. Because. I really thought that they'd be bringing Chrysalis back for the season finale. Yeah, that's what I, I would have thought. But if you really think about it, the Shadow Pony kind of represents Chrysalis. Oh, a little bit. In that he was somebody so. that had a chance to redeem himself. 
Well, actually, technically, no, because he took over another pony. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. He never really, really was, had that ability to give himself into a new image. So, but hopefully this bring this is going to be bring about um, a lot of better changes, a lot more cooler stuff come the new season. So that you know it's. Not Malibu Stacy with a new hat. Yeah, it would be nice if we can, you know, get into other characters and storylines that are not, um, you know, rehashed over and over again. Well, we can rehash Twilight Sparkle and uh, Flash Century. I mean, that's one that we can rehash uh, all, all we want. Yeah, well, to be fair, that's not something that's really been explored that much. Like, you've only seen him in the movie, the Equestria Girls movie, and then he was in the background of an episode one time. Yeah, see? There we go. We can bring that... I mean, come on. We've we've already brought back the... She was an evil villain, but now she's not... Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, look mm-hmm. from Equestria Girls. We've had the sirens from Equestria Girls. So yeah. maybe this might be a bit of a hint of what's to come come season eight. of them bringing some more elements from the movies, the Equestria Girls movies, into the actual show itself. It could be. So, overall, comparing this, comparing the season premiere and comparing the season finale... Well, the season premiere for this season, I think, was it wasn't bad, but it was definitely underwhelming. Yeah. It felt more like a review and sort of a summary before you got into the new season more than it did like a great big opening to get you excited for it. But on the other hand, it gave the series, the season finale, that much more of a pop than they could have ever have done. Oh yeah, because this this season finale was 
it was pretty pretty impressive because it was a uh, you know uh, you did have ponies that had been mentioned previously, and they sort of built it up in the comic book line too, where they did the Legends of Magic, where each of the um, individual pillars got their own storyline. So there was a lot that was that built up to this season finale. Yeah. And a lot of the episodes throughout the season actually do link up very well with the series with the season finale. Yeah. You know, you have quite... the the camping trip where they told about the legends. Right. Um, I don't remember when um, well there was an episode when... where the Cora got sick and um, was it it was it was Fluttershy yeah they Fluttershy that the... go and find that yeah from the healing pony. Yeah. And I don't remember when um Pinkie Pie's favorite one came up. But even she oh, got her own was, episode. That was the Daring Don't episode where that like Egyptian style town they had the giant statue of um the Pegasus and because she was the one that had saved their prince and her artifact was in the temple but they had all blamed Daring Do for destroying the statue when it wasn't really her. Oh yeah that's right. Which kind of makes sense as to why Daring Do helped Pinkie Pie find it. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of these storylines this season kind of helped to meld in, create this season finale. Yeah, which I, I like that they sort of built up to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, somebody's screaming. It's time for birdie bedtime. Think you're getting a little agitated, sir. You need to go to bed. Let's give Pony Bird his good night cookie. Here's your cookie. There you go. It's your animal crack. I know I gave it to you. There you go. All right. Now it's bedtime, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to try another 
since he's getting a cookie, I'm going to try another treat. Okay. And unfortunately, this is one of those ones where it can be, okay, this can either be baked sweet potato yakitan or umi boo cheese. Um, Yes, no, I don't think so. Uh, Let me try and pick another one. (laughs) I'm cheating. (laughs) Hold on, wait a minute. It says new. It looks like chocolate. Something good. Oh, but I can't. Oh, but I can't eat it. Why? It's got peanuts in it. Oh. Are you allergic to peanuts? No, I'm not allergic to peanuts, but the guy I'm seeing is allergic to peanuts. Oh, oh, that's right. Ah, but you know, I'm not going to see him tonight anyway, so. <laughs> ah. And it used to be that if I ate anything that was had like a peanut. Anything in it, it would go back and bother my um, wisdom teeth, which since I've had my x-ray done of my teeth, I know that they're not going to come in anymore. Oh, okay. So this is chocolate, so I know I'm going to like it. (laughs) Yes, chocolate's always a safe bet. Mmm, this is good. This is going in the baggie with the chocolate flakes. I think I break myself off another piece of this, and I think I'm going to open up my mail. So I have a couple of pieces. I have a couple of pieces that came uh, from Japan. Oh, okay. Ah, screw it. I'm just going to bite into this thing. It's just like a chocolate wafer that's covered in... It's like a a wafer that's covered in chocolate. Okay. So I do have a couple of things I had gotten earlier in the week that I had opened up, but I hadn't opened up all the way. All right. Let me see what this one thing I think is a gachapon thing because it has a little gachapon ticket. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's a makeup bag for the Starlight. Ooh, cool. And it even has Sailor it says Sailor. Sailor Star Fighter, Sailor Star Maker, Sailor Star Healer. It has their it has 
Baylor Starlights written on it. It has their headphones, their transformation brooch, and their um, weapon. Oh, and it even says Sailor Starlight Stage On, which is they're saying in the in the fifth season. And on the other side, it actually has Eternal Sailor Moon's stuff, uh-huh. including um, Moon Eternal makeup, and it has the the, the Eternal brooch. It has the wand, and it has Starlight Honeymoon Therapy Kiss. And it has the um, the regular wand, and then it has, I forgot what they called it. I think it was another chalice where the middle part came out and connected to to the main to the main rod to make it transform and become longer. Right. I think maybe it's a chalice. I'm not. They never actually said exactly what it was. But yeah, this is definitely a gachipan thing. And, ooh. Oh, man. The items from this one are, like, neat. They have something that looks kind of like the Starlight's weapon that's a looks like a pillbox. Mm-hmm. Two key two keychains that look like they open up or it's no, the back is a mirror. It's the Starlight's transformation brooch and Usagi's eternal transformation brooch. And a headband, a a blue scrunchie that looks like it has all of the planetary signs on it. And Sailor Moon's uh, weapon from the season just before this, from the dream season. Which was that little stick thingy? Mm-hmm. Which those are actually um, keychains, but I don't have those. I just have the um, bag, which I'm happy with. I don't know where my friends find this stuff from the Gachi Ponds. I'm starting to think they have magical powers to find these things. Well, there are places on the Internet that you can find all sorts of things. And if you've got the right connections, you can get just about anything. Ah, yes.
Okay, and I have a thing that's wrapped up in bubble wrap. It looks like they're keychains. It's Pluto, Super Sailor Moon, Tuxedo Mask, of course, Chibiusa as um, Sailor Chibiusa, and Sailor Saturn, which you don't have a lot of Sailor Saturn merchandise. Which is nice to see something that's Sailor Saturn. Yeah. Like everybody else has merchandise, but she kind of gets left out. But I can kind of see why because she's kind of sort of the bad guy. She's kind of the person that you call upon when, like, you know, um, you need to destroy a planet. Yeah. Uh, that's what I had gotten last week that I'd already opened up and this oh, I got excuse me. Two packages from Tokyo today. And I have to say people 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 from Tokyo really love their bubble wrap. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. You got everything safe that way. Oh, yes. And then it just makes it, makes it that much more exciting to get to whatever item it is that you've got. You have all those layers to unwrap. Oh. Ooh, I've seen these. Oh, my God. What'd you get? Okay. It's another Gachipan thing. They've done pun thing of rings. Uh-huh. And I had already seen these once before because one person on YouTube that I like really well, she got all of these, and they're rings, and some of them are bro- brooches. You have Usagi's eternal brooch. You have Chibi Moon's brooch. Which one is this one? What is the blue one supposed to be? Oh, no, that one was supposed to be a pearl that's supposed to represent um, when Neil Queen Serenity got married to Endymion, he gave her a pearl ring. Uh-huh when they got married because in Crystal they really showed her her ring finger and you saw a pearl on her finger 
And then one is actually Neil Queen Serenity's Crown. Ooh. Another is a replica of the Sailor Starlight's um, weapon. Mm-hmm. And the last one is the promise ring that. Okay, the big debate they always was: did he did 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 Mamaru give Usagi a promise ring, or was it really an engagement ring? Right. You know, there's always been speculation as to, no, it was a promise ring because it was pink, Mm -hmm. a pink rock, but they make pink diamonds. Yeah, that's true. And And just because, you know, engagement rings don't necessarily have to be diamonds. Exactly. I he I mean that's the one thing that they never really said whether or not that was the engagement ring or if that was just a promise ring for her. So sweet! I actually wanted this set. Yay! When I had seen when when she was opening these things, she had actually gotten them from. A company, and she actually got to open up the gachi ponds herself. And she was looking at the rings, and she was going, "Okay, I don't know which this, what this one is, or this one is, and this one is." And it's like I'm sitting there going, "That's Neil Queen Serenity's crown. That one's Chibi Moon's brooch. That's <laughs> it's like you know, it's like instantly I knew what what, what they were all supposed to be." <laughs> Just by looking at them. Okay. Okay, this one is a bunch of balls. Oh. Okay, this is beyond cool. I not only have gachi pond thing items, but they're still in their gachi pond balls. Oh, cool. figure out how to open it. <laughs> oh god, she was right. These things are hard to open. <laughs> okay, these are supposed to be 
like some kind of earrings. Huh. For all the Sailor Scouts. But they hook they don't have normal earring hooks. Are they like clip ons or No, they have like clasps. Huh. I know. I, I looks like I have all of them because nine. Nope. One, two, three, four, five. Nope. I do have all of them. I'm huh. not gonna open them all. Oh no, these are for earbuds. Oh, okay. So you can clip these onto your earbuds. Oh neat. And they're like the earrings for all the all the scouts. Oh, okay. So you can kinda of decorate your earbuds like one of the scout sets of earrings. Right. Well, that is neat. I'm not gonna open up open them all up because they just look like um just the scouts normal earrings when they transform. Uh-huh. Except for, of course, um, uh, Minako, whose earrings are always roses. And they have um, their bows right above the uh, part where the earrings start, right below the uh, clasp. Oh. I said, I'm not going to open all of these because these things are, like, really hard to open. Well, with them being such little things anyway, it's probably a good idea to just keep them in the packages. Oh, yeah. That is that is beyond neat. And I have one tiny little package. It feels like the world's tiniest package from Japan. <laughs> Oh, no, this one came from China. Sorry, wrong country. (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to open this, but I have to in order to see the front of it to see which one this one is, but it's Definitely Serenity, but I have to open it to see whether or not it's Princess Serenity or if it's Neo Queen Serenity because, of course, she's backwards in the bag. Oh! I guess I should be able to tell by the bow because the bow is actually small, so it's probably Princess Serenity. Yeah, it is Princess Serenity. It's a little Princess Serenity... Keychain. Oh, okay. That's neat. Oh. Again, I'm going to, one of these days, I'm going to get together with my friends and I'm going to tickle torture them all to tell me how they find this stuff. 
And if that doesn't work, hopefully I get more squid treats. <laughs> oh, that sounds like an evil laugh. <laughs> okay. And the other two packages are from stateside, so... Oh, and did you know that somebody made a uh, a puff pony out of uh, of Sorry, I'm I, I'm 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 just shocked at what I just found. Oh, which happens to be the cheapest of any of the products. Because remember, I had said they had made a makeup line for the twentieth twenty fifth anniversary of Sailor Moon. Right, but it's like extraordinarily expensive. Uh-huh. The only one that was not expensive was the eyeshadow. Right. And one of them got me the eyeshadow. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. This is. I will probably never use it because it's just too pretty. Mm hmm. Because it has a silhouette of her and being Super Sailor Moon with the other scouts symbols around her and the moon symbol all in gold. It's, oh my God. It sounds really cool. Because the makeup is normally runs about like just for the face powder and the blush is like sixty five to eighty five dollars. Mhm. <laughs> and the eyeshadow is the cheapest thing, running at about twenty. Wow, for just the eyeshadow. Well, it was a limited it was a limited run. Uh huh. So it was kind of like whatever you got that was kind of like it. Person, the YouTuber that I watch, she went to Japan to try and find some of the makeup, and she couldn't even find it because it was sold out. Wow. And she went to the very place where you should be able to find it. 
Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I guess if it's limited edition, you know, people that are fans are going to want it, and it's going to sell out fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, this is too much. That's going to make me cry. Oh, don't cry. It'll be a good cry. Okay. And last thing looks like someone signed me up for another monthly subscription box. Called Fangirl Monthly. Oh. Oh. Okay, this is neat. This is evidently they do a box every month based upon one anime. Oh, that's cool. And November's is Inuyasha, which is actually perfect because I actually like that anime. Oh, neat. And I got a postcard print with all the all the characters on them, but it doesn't have any <coughs> faces on them. The faces are all kind of blank, so they don't have eyes or lips. That's probably for copyright reasons. Uh huh. Then there's a little baggie. And on the baggie, it has a little chiton jewel on it, right. a silhouette of it. And everything's inside the little baggie. Oh. Also, they've got her. They've got Gomez arrow in the shape of a ring that's adjustable. Uh-huh. Uh, Shikon no time charm. So it's probably the... Have you ever seen Inu- Inuyasha? Um, yeah, but it was a long time ago. Well, it's probably the same charms that her grandfather was trying to sh- trying to sell because it kind of looks like that. Hmm. And then. Okay, this has to be the replica of, it's like, I think it's a stretchy bracelet. But it looks like the necklace that Inuyasha had to wear. Uh Uh-huh. Where if ever whenever Kagome said sit boy, he'd 
automatically do the plan. plan. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, I wonder if I put that on my guy and if I say sip oil, make him face plants. Oh, I hope not. That sounds painful. <laughs> It sounds funny to me. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. And then a Kagome inspired bow and arrow necklace, which actually looks like it would actually fit me. It's actually really neat. I'm going to have to contact the person who signed me up for this and find out all the login information so that I can log in every month and see what the next month's thing is because if it's going to be something I'm not going to like, I'm going to skip that month. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no sense of getting a box you're not going to do anything with. Yeah, and no sense wasting that person's money. Of course, they're probably not going to give me the login information. They're just going to probably tell me what the what the next month's thing is going to be and say, do you want it? Mm-hmm. That was actually pretty neat. envelope I'm throwing out, this envelope I'm keeping because the person actually decorated the envelope. With cute little stickers on it. Anyway, but I can't I really cannot wait until the packages stop coming. Eventually. <laughs> I venture to say after Christmas. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's, that's right. You got packages that are going to be coming off of that. Yeah. So I'll probably tell one person to say, tell one person stop already. My birthday's already passed, and they're probably gonna be going. Yeah, but now it's Christmas. Uh huh. But at least it's stuff that I want. That's the most important thing. This is true. It would be really good if it was stuff you didn't want or had no use for. Yeah. 
But hopefully my my plans are hopefully next weekend to get into the room where all the pony stuff is and all my collectibles are so I can start getting things a little bit more organized, stuff organized in there. Yeah. And actually be able to go in there and put stuff into boxes and that would be good. Yes. And time to close the Tokyo treat box for the week. I think I might actually finish this chocolate bar tonight. But from what it looks like, I don't think I have very many savory things left in here. That's probably good, seeing as you haven't had the best luck with the savory things in there. Yeah. I think I'll let this person send me one more box, and after that, I'm going to tell them no more. Because <laughs> I can't stand the savory stuff. <laughs> it's going to kill me. <laughs> But next week we will be back on to the regular figurines. Um, I guess the last thing I want to say is I'm You know, I, it was the best thing to do for him last year. But yeah. I still wish Pony Puppy would have been here for for the start of our eighth season. Well, he's he's with us in spirit. Oh yeah. <laughs> If it wasn't for him needing to go out to the bat, needing to go out, I would never have checked my switchboard. I would never have seen little Allie Cat sitting there for 20 minutes on the phone waiting for me to figure out she was there. <laughs> And I still can't believe she actually sat there for 20 minutes and actually waited for me to pick up the phone. 
So if it was not for Pony Puppy, we would never have gotten our very first co-host. Well, then we can thank him for that. Yep. Between him and Little Alley Cat, they both saved the show. So I guess for that we can give him a great big old hug and a great big old kiss. <laughs> Definitely. Actually, wait, I can actually do that. Hold on. Put that out of the way. Come here, you. Odd unicorns can live without you for a second. So one big old hug from the both of us. Big old sloppy kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aww. Well, if it wasn't for some of his antics, we wouldn't have some of the Funny moments on the show. Very true. Such as the time when he started barking for absolutely no reason. <laughs> He just started to bark. <laughs> oh, and remember that um, movie I told you I watched on Lifetime? Uh, kind of. And I said that really, the movie, really, I did not like it, and I did not want to read the book because it was so bad and you suggested to read the book because the book will probably be better. Yeah. You were so right. I think you told me that the the book ended up being a whole whole lot better. Oh, yeah, that's right, I did. Yeah, the book is ending up to be a whole lot better. And I'm actually almost finished with it. I'm on page 263 of 386. Uh-huh. And I have until the 24th to finish this book because that's kind of like no more uh, renewals. Uh-huh. So, kind of got to finish it. Yeah. So. 
And luckily, my uncle actually left left it on his on his um, DVR, uh-huh. the movie, because I actually do want to watch the movie again. Despite knowing that it, basically the movie has very little to do with the book. Because hardly anything matches. At all. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you can kind of see they changed and why now. Not really. I can't see why they would have changed some of the things. Oh. Well, I guess it's like, it's just like, you know, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? You're never really going to know. Yeah, the world will never know. And with that, next week we will be going back to play sets. And depending upon how quickly we actually get through them next week, we might actually have two more shows with those, and then we have to I have to go back in and find all of the new brushables. Yeah, because they do have brushables that we actually did not get a chance to talk about yet. Yeah. And that's only because they were released in 2017. Yeah, so they were not up on the website when we started talking about them. Right. So, of course, I might actually hold off on that, depending upon how much longer it takes with with these um, playsets. Mm-hmm. to wait until the very end of 2017 so that I know we get them all. Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah. Probably end up doing plushies next. That'll be a lot to cover, too. Yeah, that'll give us plenty of time for for the website to get everything caught up. So until next week, happy Pony Night Nights. Night night, everybody. Good night. This is Kim Monod, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Is that it? Are we alone? Hmm. Well...
Honey puppy, you will be met. You are still very much loved and missed. But we know you're still around. So everybody that has a, every every one of our fans that has a fur baby, hug them up just a little bit tighter tonight. So until next week, happy pony hunting. Good night.